0: You're listening to the 1208 Podcast from 1208 Greenwood Free Methodist Church in downtown Jackson, Michigan. On. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted pizza, but Keto says no pizza. (laughs) You only eat the cheese off the top. (laughs) But I wanted to stay the same, but I wanted a different result. If you want a different result, a change has to happen. Ah, this is about to be the season of transformation a time of letting go, a time of dropping some things. Yeah. I have laid before God to, to hear what he has to say for his people and he said before I send you out to deliver anybody else yes. me and you need to have a talk oh my mm-hmm. I'm like Lord not again <laughs> <laughs> you stripped me of everything <laughs> he said me and you need to have a conversation there's some stuff in your life that people don't see but it don't align with my character And and I laid at the dining room table like, not again, God. Mm. But I knew I was going to go on this assignment. Uh And I knew I wanted my hands to be clean Uh when I spoke to his people, telling them that there's some chains that need to be broken. uh But I can't release you from your chains until all the chains in my life were broken. So the Lord said, let's deal with that spirit of worry that you have. You say, worry, that's just normal. That's uh, just, <laughs> everyone worries. Um, no, no. God does not call his people yeah. to a life of worry. Yeah. That's right. He said in his word something about us, that we are what more than conquerors. Yeah. He says in his word, you know, you can do all things through Christ. That's where you're going to gain your strength. Yeah. Yes, yes. But at, 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 at some point in my life, I had adapted to uh. and, and come. Accustomed to suppressing and hiding it mm-hmm. because my job and my church as first lady, you don't just get to be first lady. You're going to counsel. You're going to deal with trauma. You're going oh to take care of people's kids. you gotta, You got to be on your A-game. Because yes. yeah. you got a job to do. Yes. you got to help people carry their burdens. you got to take their stuff and lay it at the feet of Jesus. And so, well, the said, I want to deal with you on, on the, some of the things that you have up over the years, and you've hidden, and you've suppressed it and you pushed it down, and nobody sees it. But that doesn't align with who I am. And so all that whole week, people would just out of nowhere say, The Lord dropped me in your spirit, and He said to tell you to stop worrying. I'm like, also, oh, Lord, now you're telling my business. <laughs> Don't be telling my business. All week long, my friends will say, I found this devotional on worry. I hope it, I hope it applies to you in a way then this, people, just on YouTube, let's discuss the spirit of worry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I hear you. But we have to be in a position to hear what the Lord is saying yeah. and deal with our own chains yeah. before we go dealing with everybody else. Yeah. God said, I'm a freak. Oh my God. Oh. To be cut away sometimes from that stuff, it, it hurts. Yes. It, 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 it's work. It's challenging. Yes. But my God, it's worth it. Yeah. Because you can Situations in the face and say, you know what? It doesn't matter. I still trust you. Yes. I understand what you're saying in Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. Yes. And then we, okay, before I get too far in no the message, let me get back to my notes. So we, we thought we were going to talk a little bit about worship, right? So there's a scripture. I went to the word. I did. John 4:23 says, Yet a time is coming and has now come. Here, here it is people God, one of the true worshipers yeah. I do want to pause right there and have you pin that As Brother Stephen Pastor was talking earlier about how we need stuff now to help us enter into worship we need a fog machine and we need bright lights and we need dancers and we need flaggers. I don't need none of that All right. All right. I just need a space made oh, yes. yes. oh. where I can enter in with my hands wow. and bow down in his Somebody say true worshipers. So now now has and now has come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers that the Father seeks. Yeah. Not for us to get glory. Yeah. Not for us just to sound good. Uh-huh. Because some people categorize worship as just being a song. Yeah. Worship is so much greater than just yes. a song. Yes. Yes. Worship is that intimate time where it's just you and your father. Yes. And you're laying and bowing down at his feet. Yes. Telling him how awesome and amazing he is. Yes. Telling him how, how much we understand him to be a miracle worker. A way maker. Yes. A provider. That's And when we worship, we won't spend a a significant amount of time in worship because really all I wanted to tell you was that, and you guys have demonstrated it, it really is about the power of his presence. Oh, when we get in his presence, Uh anything can happen. happen. When you get in his presence, he's going to tell you about yourself. (laughs) You might not want to hear it, you might not like it, but he's going to tell you. When you get in his presence, you get in his presence so he can just whoop you and strip you of everything. But you get in his presence to be made whole. When we get in his presence, he loves you and tells you it's going to be okay. When people say, how did you get through cancer, radiation, and and chemo, and and all that comes along with all of that, it was with my worship. It was the worship that brought me through. Uh They say, I'm so glad you took the chemo. Chemo didn't heal me. Okay. one moment with the king Yeah. that's what will change everything, yeah. we're trying to figure it out, yeah. we're trying to drink it out, yeah. smoke weed it out, yeah. shoot it out with heroin, none of that stuff will work yeah. it's in the presence yeah. where the change happens yeah. it's in the presence of the king where Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. It's all about the presence. Invoking the presence. The worship leader only tries to lead us to a place where they've already been. You got to do the behind the scenes work before you can lead God's people. Before you can usher them into the place. You got to do the work. You have got to have a prayer life. Worship has to be your lifestyle. Worship has to be who you are. Store yeah. in the neighborhood. Yes. Worship has to be you who you are in the workplace. Yes. You don't get to sit around and gossip and cuss everybody out. Because yes. you don't represent Christ. Yes. Who, who you represent yeah. when you are out and about outside of these four walls. Mm-hmm. Who do you represent? Yeah. Who do you replicate? Who do you look like oh to the world? Uh-huh. It's, worship is every day, all day. 47 seven is we ought to be in the posture of worship there are times where the holy spirit he visits me at some unseemly times of the night <laughs> and in places where he should not be visiting me i was on my way to work friday and me and i just my friend sent me something and i was reading it and i cried like a baby because there was another confirmation on some chains that need to be broken off me, and I just began to worship God, saying, "Lord, I thank you that you didn't let me die in that state that I was in, but you gave me another chance." Yeah. Uh-huh. And I began to worship Him in the parking lot of my job. Come on, Holy Spirit, I gotta, yeah. we got to get it together. Uh-huh. Yes. But I didn't. I didn't say I don't have time for this visitation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I said I'm gonna make time uh-huh. yeah. because I know that you, you're, you're mending. Yes. And I know that in your presence, you want to fix me. Mm-hmm. You want to heal me. Yes. And you want to set me free. Yes. I'm here for God. Yes, God. Whatever it is that you want. So let's not even you all understand about worship? What the what the purpose is, you got that? Alright, so let's talk more about deliverance. When you think about the word deliverance, what do you what do you think about? You think about being um, set free or, or rescued. When you think about the word deliverance, you 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 start to think about bondage? What has me tied up? What type of strongholds are evident in my life? When you think about deliverance, you think about the spirit of torment. And then you think about demonic pressure and influence. Uh We think about stuff, when you think about deliverance, there's some stuff that people don't want to deal with no more. Uh But I was raised in our old folks, and so all they did was talk about the devil is a liar, the father of all lies, Uh and everything was a spirit. I'm talking, I was raising up people. If we told a lie, you're lying. That is a lying spirit, and it has got to go. Everything was a spirit, but they people don't want to deal with dem- demons no more. Like it's not real, but it is real. So when you think about deliverance, you gotta think about the fact that it's not a bad thing. It's the fact that the Lord is coming to set us free. Yes. Think about the good portion being rescued. I hear the the spirit of the Lord say that I'm preparing a way of escape today. Uh That you're getting ready to get out. You're getting ready to let go of some of the things. Some of you have held onto it for years. Some of you are holding on to things that people said and done to you for years. You won't receive your deliverance because it's too hard. But I came to tell you that the in the 16th chapter around the 17th verse, the second portion, part B of the scripture says, in my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they shall what? Recover what is in my name There is a name that is so powerful that it triumphs over every single problem, over all of your trials, situations, and strongholds that have got you bound and tied up. Demons flee from that name. And what I learned is that disease, it can't stand up to that name. uh Come on, sickness, power, cancer has to bow down when you start to call on that name. What happened? He just got done singing about it. Jesus. 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 So we forget to call out the name. And every born again believer has a right to use the name. And the Lord expects us to use the name. And then before he went to heaven and was seated at the right hand of the Father, and the scripture over in Matthew, it says that, In heaven and in earth. So no matter what the enemy has you thinking, don't get it twisted. He still, Jesus has the authority and all power. The enemy has us thinking the sickness, the diagnosis was too bad. That the enemy has us thinking that that divorce broke us so bad you could never be healed, you could never love again. The enemy has you thinking that your kids who are on drugs or in jail or, or people that are living in poverty, they can never break free. Oh God. But but it's all lies. Oh God. And you have authority. He gave it. He delegated the authority to us when he and he gave us the great commission. Yes. Here's what he says. He says, what did he tell us to do over in Mark, the 16th chapter, around down to the 15th verse? He says, he gave us a mandate there's some things that we have to do the the scripture says go into all the world Mm -hmm. preach the gospel to every creature Mm -hmm. and here it is these signs are going to follow you those who believe signs will follow you and then it says in my name Mm -hmm. we just talked about that in my name they're going to cast out demons they will speak with other tongues and it talks about my favorite part course of the scripture because I've been healed and delivered and set free from sickness you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover here it is you don't have to wonder if God can do it you just have to trust that he's got the power and the authority to do it and that he can do it he that you've been delegated. Instead of allowing the enemy to toss and turn you and flip you over and and back you up in a corner, you have power. You just have to use the name of Jesus. You have to to utilize the art of worship. You've got to get in the presence of the King. Let him know what you desire. He will fight for you. Uh That's what I love about him. He will fight for you. Yes. If you ever, have you ever just been to a, a place in your life where you're like, I'm just so tired. Yes, yeah. You ever talk to anybody and they're like, I'm just tired. Yeah. Like you're like, what's the matter? I'm just tired. Yes. You've been spending too much time fighting in your own strength. Yes. Not realizing that he is our strength. That yes. he says he gave us this word that you can cast all your cares on me. He's he like, I got this. I can handle it. I care about you. He doesn't want us to walk around bound with all these burdens, with all this heavy stuff. Uh He wants us to walk and live our lives and be free. Too many bound people of God, too many bound believers in the body of Christ. How you gonna set somebody else free when your hands are tied? And you're bound to your own sin. And you're bound to your own addiction. You're bound to your own secret life. You have a mandate and a job to yep. go out. Let's talk about these kids who took the long route to deliverance. Yes. There were some kids, the children, these, these people that wandered around for 40 years. <laughs> they took the long route to deliverance. <laughs> and, and, and they were walking around and over in the sixth chapter of Exodus, We're going to talk about these kids and and these people who were in bondage. They were in slavery. And and, and the word goes on to say, Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will rid you out of their bondage. I will redeem you with a stretch out arm and with great judgment. So the story goes on to say that Jesus said, Hey, Moses, come here. I need you to go over there and talk to Pharaoh. He's stubborn, he, he's mean, he, you know, he, he's, he's prideful. But I need you to tell him to let my people go. Oh, so Moses is like, uh, me? I don't, I don't think I'm equipped for all of that. Isn't that how we do? We've got, we got this mandate, or we have this co-worker that we see. They come and talk to us all the time about their divorce and their bad kids and all the things going wrong in their life. And you know God spoke to you and told you to say something represent him you're like hmm? I'm not mm-mm, I'm not equipped for that I'm going to pray for him though but God, when God tells you to do something you've got to do it because he's got a plan yeah. you've got you to work with the plan right you got to do what he tells you so what happens is he said let my people go and the story goes on to say that he said you know these people need to be set free they, they've been in this situation for too long but then this is what happens 14th chapter says they said to Moses wait a minute Finally, finally they get free, right? And they say to Moses, hold up, hold up. Did you bring us out here to um out of Egypt to, to die? What, what, what's up with that? Um did you bring us out here in the desert just to die? We could have died peacefully in Egypt. There was plenty of graves over there. why you bring us out here in the desert today? There plenty of graves over in Egypt, but did you bring us out here to die? Please don't don't bother us. We knew this would happen. Let us stay and serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to stay and be slaves than to come out here and die in the desert. Here's the thing. They had become comfortable in their bondage. Doubting the power of deliverance and the power of the Father, they had decided I'd rather stay bound. Because deliverance takes work. Yes. Here it is. They were like, we could have just died where we were at. We are not into doing the work, we don't want to put the work in. Deliverance, what I tell people at my church, they say, well, I came to the altar, I prayed, I still went home and had the same desires. Deliverance is a process. We start with the prayer. We start with the believing, but it's gonna cost you something to hold on to that deliverance. You gotta walk through the process. I don't like processes. (laughs) (laughs) It's another secret about me. I like stuff to start and finish. All that stuff in the middle, I don't want anything to do with it. We're doing work on our house right now, right? And I wanted to do everything all at the same time. So I was in my room exhausted and just like, oh, I'm losing it because things are everywhere because it's a process. So before we can rebuild, everything had to be torn down. Yeah. And so I was telling my husband, move that, move that. He said, wait, it's a process. We can't do it all at once. You've got to go through step by step. you got to tear it down and, and then build a firm foundation. And I'm like, no, let's just hurry up. Let's just put it back together. Let's just move it. Outside. I can't stand seeing stuff like this. I want it to be done. He said, yeah, if you don't go through the process, it won't be done right. So goes your deliverance. If you don't go through the process, you just had a moment of being emotional. You didn't really get delivered. Those tears ran down your face because you felt guilty or hurt. makes us feel we like the art of sneaking around we like the fact that nobody knows that we live like this but when you really want to be free yes. but when you really want to be ever been I told you I was around older people a lot of my life and sometimes the older women they wouldn't have words in the prayer room they would just "Mm -hmm. Ah, ah." they just moan (laughs) Ah, ah, ah. sometimes I do it at home Now my husband be like that's how you feel (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's how I feel I feel old today and stuff was so tough and rough though Oh, I'm too far off. I'm gonna just get on in this prayer room because it's too much to talk about, and I'm gonna pray until something happens. Yeah, God. Sometimes you gotta get that desperate, where it looks bad, it seems bad, it feels bad, oh, God. and you all you may be able to do. You ever talk to somebody though? Know, it's real bad, and you're like, "What's the matter?" They're like, Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yes. Yep. I understand. Uh-huh. They haven't said anything. Uh-huh. But you can feel yes. Yes. that it's so big and it's so bad. They don't even have words for it. Oh God. But they just want you to pray. Yeah. Yes. You ever picked up your phone and people just like, just pray. Mm-hmm. And you hear <laughs> on the other end, they, they can't even put words to it. But they're desperate for help. Yeah. Yeah. See, desperation has a sound. When you become desperate for your deliverance, oh God. Oh God. you don't care who's around. No. <laughs> you don't care how ugly your cry is. No. No. You don't care who's with you. You're like, I, I got to have it. Yes. Yes. I need to be delivered. Yes. I need to be set free. You ever been real hungry? How many of you have ever been on a fast before? Yeah, oh, OK, few you. And you got hungry. Mm-hmm. And your stomach starts to cry out. Oh, tup, 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 tup. We're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I know, but we're fasting, stomach. So be quiet. And you like, So that's you get a little signal initially, and then after that, it starts to really kick up. Yeah. So even when I'm fasting at work, my stomach likes to kick up during the meetings. Because it's trying to get your attention. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I've given you signal after signal. Now I'm crying out. I'm gonna make some noise. So you it's time for us to eat and and, and your stomach cries out but well, that's how we gotta be Amen. when we've got things that are holding us in bondage we've got to start crying out to God yes. like free me Lord I know I'm wrong here I know I keep going through the same cycle and I keep ending up in these broken relationships I keep ending up keeps not spending enough time with you Lord and I need help. Mm-hmm. I need to be delivered. you got to do the work in order for you to be truly delivered you're going to have to go through the fire yeah. but realizing when you go through the fire that you're coming out as what pure gold? Yeah. You're not just going through the fire for the fun of it you're going through the process and through the fire so you can come out change and transform yes. you got to let go of the old stuff and then embrace the new. Some of us are living in the dark, and we realize that God has called us out of the darkness, but we have decided to take residence there and stay there. In Colossians, in the first verse, around the 12th verse, it says, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered. Here it is, people of God. From the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom, here's my favorite part, we have redemption through his blood and even the forgiveness of sins. Nothing you did too bad will disqualify you from deliverance. Did you hear me? Yes. No sin that you have committed can disqualify you. From actually being delivered and set free you can be messed up, towed up from the flow up and still get free yes. because when you have a heart change yes. Yes. and your heart is transformed you will do whatever it takes but here's the problem some of us don't understand because we have not got desperate enough yes. for deliverance yes. and we have become accustomed to walking around with that sin we've tucked it away I won't say that, but we've tucked it away in different places where people can't see it yes. and, and we're carrying it around and it only comes out on certain occasions yes. because we've been, we've, we've hit it, yeah. but real deliverance, yeah. you'll be like the woman with the issue of blood real <laughs> me and my glasses, oh, Lord. that's what happens, I had my 50th birthday and I had to get glasses, yeah. knee brace, all this stuff but anyway, real deliverance will only come when you want it bad enough. Yes. Let me tell you who you are. Because people forget who they are. They think that the demons and, and the devils are in control and that they have the authority. 1 mm-hmm. Peter 2 and 9 says, but ye are a chosen generation. Yes. You mean he picked me? He handpicked me. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who have you out. Oh, wait, here it is again. Called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. Yes. You don't have to reside in the darkness. You get to be free. Deliverance has been made available to all of us okay. through the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. we. Are, the price has already been paid for you. You gotta call it by name. There was a time where Jesus was in the Bible, he was uh, contending with a man, a spirit. Where is it at? He was contending with um a spirit, and it had this man bound. Uh-huh. And um it's in the it's in Mark in the fifth chapter. And and, and the man was demon-possessed, and and he, he couldn't even be constrained by he couldn't even be held by any form of restraint and Jesus commanded the demonic spirit to identify itself yeah. to reveal its name uh-huh. and here's the thing Jesus was getting ready to cast the demon out and he said let me let me see who I'm dealing with here what what spirit is that that I'm working with i need you to reveal your name so 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 in order for the person to get free what happens is Jesus said, reveal it. Let me let me call this thing by name. Oh, oh, um, addiction? That's what we're dealing with? You gotta go. There are some things in our lives that can't be healed because we won't reveal it. We won't call it by name. We, we keep it hidden in the secret parts of our life. But if you would just dig deep enough, call that thing. Look, reveal yourself. What is it that torments me? Why can't I sleep at night? What, why, why, why no. Why, why do I not have enough courage to speak the word when it's my time to speak the word hmm. Come on. find out what it is yes. commanded to reveal itself and then evicted yes. 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 when I told It was painful. But it's time. Yes, It's time to let it go. Yes, I want everybody to get that thing in your life that you feel has you found. Maybe wrapped up. Maybe it happened in your childhood. And, and working in human services, I hear the, hear the worst of the worst. And I just feel though that God has put me in this position so that I can help people get free. Amen. And even though they say you can't Witness on your job, and you can't say this, and you can't say that. Oh, I can demonstrate the love of Jesus to a amount mom living in the shelter without saying His name. Yes. I'm crafty enough to show them the love of God yeah. without saying. Hold on, on the Zoom. Let me. Can I pray with you? No, but guess what happens? I find ways to say. But you know what? If you will just take time to heal. Yes. You know, I, I I I have the ability to talk to broken teens who nobody has wanted their whole lives, who they have burned every bridge, destroyed relationships. And you know what I told them, you're worth something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to act like that because you, you have so much greatness in you. So you gotta start speaking wherever God has you placed in your employment, in your life. You're there for a purpose, yeah. for a reason. Yes. He did not strategically place us in all Not only do you need to get out of darkness and out of bondage for you, but you've got other people that you've got to free. You've got other people that you've got to pull out of the mud so they realize that they are still somebody, that somebody loves them, that this is not the end of the book. It's just one page and one chapter, but things are getting ready to get better. There's a better way. A better day is coming. This is not the end. Mm -hmm. So I want you to understand I'm done. The power of deliverance. Amen. And understand that you need to be free. There's some things that I want you to lay at the altar today. Yes. Real deliverance that comes here, you've got to first humble yourself. Yes. Don't sit there like you don't have nothing. Amen. That you don't, know, I'm, I'm perfect in God's eyes. <laughs> well, I beg to differ. There's got to be something. <laughs> That we're dealing with seriously there's something you've got to humble yourself that's what the scripture tells us for men it it says submit submit to the Lord the scripture says but he gives more grace he says God resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble you've got to humble yourself you've got to repent all the stuff the old school saints taught us you've got to let it go You've got to exchange your will for his. You've got to come clean with God. There are some people that you need to let go. There are some things that you need to let go. There are some seasons that you need to forget. This is your time. I want those of you who have suffered inside but you continue to worship even while you're wounded. You continue to praise, but you're still in a place of severe pain. I came to declare no more wounded worship, but on this day, you're gonna be set free. Altar is open for you to take this moment. And I know that sometimes we take these moments for granted because we're like, I've done this over and over. I've knelt, I've cried, they've laid hands on me, and I still struggle. But this one last time, I challenge you right now. Should not be. Yes, Lord. Please, Lord, take it out and strengthen me. Strengthen me. Come on, if you've got stuff that you gotta yes, that you that you are torn with. If you just can't forgive that loved one for the things that he has done or she has done side today.